we're going to listen to the first single from my girl, Cindiva, from her project, Redlock Soul, Volume 1. This is entitled, Love Me Back, and when this finishes, we'll be talking to the lady of the hour. I'm so excited.
Cindivas in the house. Welcome to Conversations. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, girl. Oh, I'm so excited Hi, to Dyer. have you. Girl, Wait I'm minute, so I gotta excited. Go I got to go back into my radio voice. Here it is. It's your friendly neighborhood diva. Cindiva is in the house. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is my girl. If you tuned in from 4 o'clock, you know she is part of the Mellow Mix here on WDGP. All right, now, we got it going on yes, over here. Yeah, I am one-third of the shenanigans on the Mellow Mix. Yay. All right. Well, young lady, now you are pulling out in front of the pack because you have just <laughs> d- finished this CD project, baby, and I am telling you, it is all that. Okay. Aww. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Well, honey. Well, of course, I, of course, I think it's all that because uh, <laughs> you know I co-wrote everything on on the on the um project. I co-wrote everything with um Naughty Four One Zero, and then I had some other a couple special guests drop by and do some things for us. So I'm really excited about the project. Um. I hope everybody else likes it as much as I do. Well, you got a fan right here, honey. I'm waiting for the next <laughs> project already, okay? <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the EP isn't even officially out yet, and you're already asking me about the next one? So. Well, that's what I do, baby girl. That's what I do. <laughs> well, yes. Well, to make you feel a little bit better, we've already recorded two of the songs. And the see, I, I know what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> I know who I'm talking to. Listen. Right. We be working around. That's right. That's right. So (laughs) when is the official release date? We don't have an official release date as of yet. Um, We're looking at first quarter 2015 at this point. Um, I'm hoping to put together something really, really special. Something, you know, digital, virtual, in person. I want to do, you know, listening parties. All of that, girl. You can do it all. Party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So promoters around the globe, get at me. She travels. Hashtag. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know that ain't nothing but the truth. Honey, right. so tell me, how long have you been a songstress? Oh, my gosh. So I have been singing since I was seven years old. So, you know, since I'm 25, <coughs> y'all can do the math on that ah, on your funny. own time. I'm 25 again. <laughs> I know that's right. But, yeah, I've been singing um, since I was seven. I guess we'd say professionally, quote, quote, since I was 17. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess those 10 years were the honing process of, you know, learning my voice and what it could do and, you know how to use it and then from 17 until now 25 <coughs> <laughs> um <laughs> then you know learning the business of show so yeah it's been a it's been a wonderful process and i'm still learning i'm still growing there's still a lot to learn you know the business keeps changing with the advent mm-hmm. of the internet and all the wonderful things we can do with it. Shout out to the internet, wdgpradio.net. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, I love this quote from you, and I'm going to read it if it's okay. Surely. 
This is Sindiva, guys. I don't sing from my heart. My heart is fragile. It can and has been broken. My soul, on the other hand, is big, strong, and eternal. That is where the strength of my music comes from. I want to connect with my audience on a much deeper level, on the soul level. I want to connect on the level where time, space, size, shape, and ethnicity become irrelevant. I want longevity. All right. I want music. Right. I want my music to mean as much to my listeners as it does to me. And honey, but, I mean me... that's how I feel. The heart, the heart. If you really think about it, people say that they sing from their heart, mm-hmm. but your heart, like I said, it's fragile. You know, it it can be broken. It it can be moved. It can be swayed. But the soul, you know, soul is where where eternity lives. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. I still don't understand it when sometimes when I sing and people break out crying, I still don't understand it. But it's their reaction to whatever is happening in on the soul level between mm-hmm. us. You know, that's the great thing about um, performing live. It's that exchange of energy. Yes. You know, every now and then you say the right thing, you hit the right note at the right time, and you're able to give somebody, even if it's just for that 15-minute set, you're able to give them a little bit of relief from all of what goes on outside of music, you know, bills and sick people. Oh, yes. You know, all of life, grown people stuff. Grown people stuff, yes. connect in the music and... (laughs) It's freeing and it's beautiful, and yes, I'm just is. happy to be able to do it. I'm and glad I and you know what? That's the perfect definition of your music. It's for grown people. This CD right here <laughs> is for grown people. Okay. Okay, ma'am. Okay. Uh, I will be quoting you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> Feel free. Oh, I will with a cute little picture of you right next to it. Oh, baby, listen. I'm I'm just gonna tell you. For real, for real. When I listened to this CD, okay, this is what I had planned to do. I planned to just listen to a snippet of each song. That's That was my intention. But, honey, okay. from the first song, I couldn't stop it. I had to let it play. And guess what? After it finished what? playing, I just played it again. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you got me blessed with character. I was like, oh, my gosh. Thank this you. is a home run, baby. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you feel you. that way, and I hope a whole lot of other people oh, feel I think that way, too. I, if they don't, um, listen, if they don't, they don't have a soul. How about that? Oh, wow. Oh, How okay. about that? I didn't say that. I don't Diana know. Had, Diana, um, Diana said, said it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Diana has said it. <laughs> Girl. Okay, so how long oh, did it... Good. Like, I try to be as honest as I can. When I write, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's painful to people around me. I try not to use names, but, you know, they know I'm talking about them. Oh, I know they do. <laughs> I, I know that. But I try to be as honest as possible. You and, know. and you know what? That um, That's what comes across in your music, the realness, because there's a song. There, uh, Well, it's a two-part song. It's actually the title uh, of the project. Friend request. Right, friend request. I love that one. Oh my God. When I heard that, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I oh, she looked into one. my past Shout and found out this. To my friend, <sighs> Brown Butterfly. We've been friends since high school, um, and she's been writing poetry. Mm-hmm. 
since then. Um, basically, I try to only reach out to people whose gifts I trust. Mm-hmm. And so I just gave her the concept. I'm like, listen, I don't really know what I want to say, but um, this is the premise. You know, I guess I'll go ahead and spill the beans because everybody's going to hear it eventually anyway. But And if you want to play part of it, you can. That's up to you. You got cards. I, I, I plan to. I plan to, project. but not right away. But, but um, the, friend, the <laughs> friend request, um, the song, because we broke it out into two songs because it was so long, but um, the song is about a woman who is in a really good relationship. Mm-hmm. She's in that one relationship. She's finally found him. And, you know, they're going along and everything's fine. And then she gets a friend request from her ex. And so it's all of the emotion. Like, you think a friend request is not that big a deal. But, right. you know, when you look at all of, when you, as, as my mother often says, when you turn it over, <laughs> when you turn that situation over, it's like, do I accept this friend request? Is it disrespectful to the relationship I'm in now? Like, do I even want to be a social media friend with this person? broke my heart or however that ended like all of that so that's what that's what the song is about we titled the project friend request for two reasons a because of the song and b because 9410 and i met on quote unquote on social media and we recorded the first two songs from the project over the internet without ever meeting each other in person wow and he, um, he actually, because he actually sent me an inbox <laughs> on FB. I'm not gonna say the name of it because they don't pay me yet, yet. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we, he sent me an inbox like, hey, one of your friends on social media told me to hit you up, and you know I've been researching you online, blah blah blah. Here are these tracks. If you can do something with them, then you know I'd be honored to work with you. I have a pre-production studio at my house. Mm-hmm. And so I sent him back two complete songs in, like, three days. I sent him back two complete songs. And he was like, oh, word? You know, like, that's how you're doing it? And I was like, <laughs> I finally, I think I found my musical match in him. Mm-hmm. Like, I finally found someone who I was a fan of the music. Like, I felt like the music could stand on its own, even right. if I didn't sing anything, even mm-hmm. if I just hummed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if I just stood there and smiled, the music <laughs> would stand up on its own. And so I was happy to work with him. And I'm happy that we'll be working together more in the future. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Shout out to 9410. Well, you know, you know what's great about this is it's not even going to be released until next year and I got my hands on it now you don't know how excited that makes me because I love being first with stuff like this I love it and I know I'm not know. I'm not first because you know you're a part of um the mellow mix so I know they right, were first right, right. but honey I'm right in there so I'm loving it and it's so good you know it's one thing to be first with just music but i'm first right. with some good stuff okay Aww, thank you. all right and and on that note let's go ahead and play the second single okay happily confused okay, okay. can i are we going to talk about it before or after we can talk about it before if you want to it's all right with me we ain't got number okay. time. I, you know, it's your show. I'm trying to, you know. Hey, we ain't got number time. I have a tendency to take over things when I show up. It's part of my personality, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep that in check. Um, but, yeah, hashtag Diva Anyway, 
Um, so heavily confused, it's written in the tense of a relationship breaking up, but it's actually about me breaking up with my corporate job. I wrote that song in my car five minutes after I got laid off wow. from my my corporate, my good corporate job. <laughs> you know, one of those, I had one of those good jobs where when you say where you work, people go, mm, for real? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That? You know, like, you get that second look like, you you want a glass of wine or something? You know what I'm Right. So I'm not going to say the name of that either because they don't pay me anymore. Th- that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, so I basically, it was it was around this time of year. I was getting close, you know, getting close to the end of the year. You know, you start to become introspective. What have I done this year? You know, am mm-hmm. I being true to myself? And I wasn't. Right. Um. I was being, I felt like I was being a, what's the word I want to use? A responsible adult, right? By yes. having this job, this mm-hmm. good job with mm-hmm. these great benefits and all these perks yeah. and working 50 hours a week. But I hated it. Right. Like one day I went to work and I sat in the car. I was One time when I got there, I was early when I got there. I sat in the car and cried for an hour trying to make myself go in. And I actually called out from work in the parking lot looking at my office window. Mm. Because there was, there was no music in my life. You know, the radio was always there, but there was no, I wasn't making music. Right. Um, I wasn't performing anywhere. I wasn't doing poetry. I wasn't acting. I wasn't doing any of those things that define who I am. So for everybody out there, don't let other people define you. Let's start with that. You make the rules for your life. You decide who you are and just be that. And the great thing about that is that what I'm noticing is once I decided to be that, just be me, like the universe responded positively. Like I'm getting all of these these offers and opportunities that if I had stayed at that quote, quote, good job, I never would have, I wouldn't be right here. I wouldn't be here with you, Diana. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be having this conversation. I wouldn't have an EP, you know, in post-production. I wouldn't have any of that stuff. And I would still be miserable, but other people would see it from the outside and say, oh, they, you know, she's she working doing, at she that got place. It going on. Yes, she's making I know. all that money. Mm. But it really, it didn't fulfill me. So Heavily Confused was written. Five minutes after I got laid off okay. in the parking lot. It's, it's th- and it's three things. the most happily confused I've ever been. Okay, it's three things I want to say about what you just shared. One, as far as taking over, you can take over all you want to. You make music like this, baby, <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do, okay? You got my permission. <laughs> Two, okay, thank that's, you. that thing about you crying in the car, getting to work early and that, I have been through that my sister i just want you to know on more than more than one occasion i've been through that right the first time was when my kids were small and i w- w- had a job that paid me well and allowed me to take care of them in a, in a good you know comfortable comfortably right rather but i hated going to that place i hated it i would do the same thing get to work and sit in a car and end up being late because I'm trying to make myself go there. So I know exactly what you're talking about with that. And right. the, the, and once I walked away from that job, which I did literally walk away, a, a friend of mine 
was like, Dana, I got your back. Whatever you got to do, do it. Another friend of mine was angry with her because she wasn't telling me, you need to keep this job. You know, you got those babies at home, yada, yada, yada. What kind of friend are you? You know, kind of thing. But it's all good because I sustained myself for seven years. I was happy, stress-free, okay? And then the money dried up and I had to go get back and get one of them jobs. But... At least I was able to do that. You know what I'm saying? At least for that period of time. But what that did was wake up, make something up in myself to let me know that I was not being my true self. I was not living my best life, if you will, by working for somebody else. I'm not a good employee. I'm not supposed to be. I'm just saying. Well, I'm a pretty decent employee, but I just know I'm not. I'm, I just know that's not where I'm supposed to be, at least no. not right now. The older I get, the worse I am because if it don't fit <laughs> me, it don't fit my schedule, I'm not doing it. I don't care if you want this job, take it because I, I don't have that fear. You know, having been out there already, I don't have any fear about going out there again. About going out there again. Can yeah. I say something about what you just said? Yes, ma'am. It's funny because before I had that good job, I had that job for nine years. Mm-hmm. And that was the longest I had ever had any job. And, like, everyone was impressed with me. Right. Because do you remember um, Everybody Hates Chris? Yes. Remember how his mother used to quit her job? That's how I used to be. I used to be like, <laughs> my husband works all the time. I don't need this job. I literally. Right. <laughs> right. One time, I went to lunch for the job. And I called from lunch and told my boss, remember the last time you saw me? That was the last time you were going to see me. I don't work here no <laughs> I love it. I love it. For real. So when I got the quote, quote, good job and people were impressed with me, I think I was impressed with that. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like yes. I was impressed with, you know, the, the mm, you work there and like how people would introduce me as that. Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful about how people introduce you because they're, they're telling you who they see you as when they introduce you. Right. So mm. now people introduce me as all this other stuff, Cindiva. It's not, oh, she works there or she. They introduce me based on who I actually am and what I actually do Dude. and what my purpose is mm. on this planet. They might say radio host. And I'm good with that. They might say singer. They might say songwriter, actress, poet. Recently, I've been um, accused of being a comedian. <laughs> Child, they crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> girl. I don't, I don't know. You be kind of funny with uh, them diva says souls. <laughs> I'm just, I, you know, I, I see a lot. I see a lot and I hear a lot and I feel a lot. And I have to say something about it. And thankfully, I come from a long line of witty and funny people. I come from a humongous family, and all we do is laugh. There is a portion of each gathering where we basically sit at the table and crack on each other. Mm. And the first person to get mad loses. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I I developed my wit and my ability to, to see things in those kinds of areas in those kind of arenas and so shout out to my family (laughs) okay so the third thing I wanted to say was it's amazing how a writer writes a piece based on whatever it's based on and then when the audience hears the piece they bring their own interpretation to it and it's 
it fits in every scenario. That's the beauty of music and poetry. That's the beauty. Exactly. Exactly. And I love that. And sometimes I don't tell what the stories are Mm -hmm. behind the actual songs until much later. Like, I want you to get what you what you need to get right. out of the song, I, and, even and though I, I wrote it. I understand that, You know, too. five minutes after I got laid off. I know, right. Right. Okay. What well, your experience you, is going to be when you hear the you song. You spilled the beans. Now, that wasn't my experience <laughs> at all when I heard the song, but um, you spilled the beans, so now I'm going to listen to it from that perspective, <laughs> and I'm going to hear it differently. But it's right. all good. So we're going to go ahead and listen to it now, because we could chat all night. You know how we do. All righty. But um, we're going to listen to Happily Confused and we'll be back to chop it up some more with Sin Deep. Pray that you will let me go But I was so afraid of being free Spent so much time being us Forgot how to be me The times we shared were good Hung on longer than we should Was over you, you're done with me Both as miserable as we could be Now I'm out here In the world under the brightest sky Sings. The birds are singing sweetest songs, and the grass is looking extra clear. I am the most happily confused I've ever been. Want to say that I am the most happily confused I've ever been. Happily confused. I've been looking under every rock and searching up in every single tree. Every time I look around, I find another new piece of me. It's amazing all the things you find if you take a moment just to see. Cause now I'm out here in the world under the brightest sky. The birds are singing sweetest songs, and the grass is looking extra green. And I am the most happily confused I've ever been. Want to say I am the most happily confused I've ever been. Happily confused. Do, 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 do
but I wasn't happy there because I wasn't surrounded by the right kind of people, if you understand what right. I'm saying. And I, I did the same thing. I said a prayer that if this job was hindering me, the Lord, please take it away. And I did the same thing, but I didn't do one thing at a time. I took everything home that day. Oh, everything of a personal nature and I, I like you I had plates and forks and spoons and knives cups food you know I had oh my god and I took everything home and about two and a half weeks later I, it was five o'clock on a Friday I'll never forget I got called down to the office and they told me they was letting me go and honey they I know they thought I was crazy because I got up and I said I danced a jig I said thank you Jesus I said oh thank you all so much I said you know what I, it has really been a pleasure working with you all I have learned so much thank you for the opportunity I was shaking hand and I went and I took off right and so one of the ladies was supposed to, she said, Donna, Donna, wait a minute. Like that, right? I said, what? What am I waiting for? She said, "You, I have to escort you out. I said, okay, well, let me go get my stuff. Like my stuff. You know what my stuff was? My purse, because I left it up there. Mm-hmm. So I went and got my purse. And, she, and you know, as I was going through the building, I was saying goodbye. Everybody was like, have a good weekend, Donna. Have a good weekend. I said, honey, I'm going to have a wonderful rest of my life because this is the last time I'm in this building like that, right? And everybody was like, what? What happened? Why are you leaving? What's going on? And anyway, I got to my desk. I grabbed my purse. And she said, she looked at me and said, that's all you have? I said, yes, baby, that's all I got. I don't live here like that. Right. That's that was my exact words. And I was out, baby. And it felt so good. <laughs> well, your story's a little more dynamic than mine. It I felt t- so see, good. I used to tell my friends as a joke that, like, when they laid me off, I was going to do backflips down the aisle <laughs> or I was going to start a soul train line and all this stuff. So I just giggled on my way out the door thinking of all the ridiculous stuff I had told people that I was going to do. But I just, <laughs> Well, honey, I I know they thought I was crazy that day because I I they they probably said I because most people when they get fired, especially if they got families and responsibilities, they get upset, you know, and they're like, you know, emotional and tears may come, but I was happy dancing a jig, praising my father, okay. Because right. I the asked, lady asked me, "Are you okay? Do you need a hug?" I said, "Sister, we ain't been hugging. We don't have to start now." Oh, just like this girl gonna tell me, "Oh, you can use me for a reference." I'm saying to myself, as if I would, "You the main reason I'm gone. Why would I use you oh, wow. for a reference?" Wow. You know, but that that was guilt yeah. on her part. But anyway, it all worked out to the best. Exactly. You know, I got some other experience, life experiences going on. And you so, know. right, and so now we're both, you know, free to be our authentic selves in that? whatever form that takes. Yes, on. yes. I'm excited. Plus, I'm, and for me, part of part of my apprehension about leaving before that was because, like you said, I had small children. Like, mm-hmm. and I always tell people, it's it's okay to be a starving artist, but it's not okay for you to starve so, your children. How about you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, those two people that I gave birth to are, you know, doing their thing now. They're both adults. Hi, Trisha. Hi, William. And now I can do me, and right. I, I'm I'm so doing me, yes, living out are. loud, taking <laughs> yes, every good are. opportunity that comes. I'm just excited about life right now. I, I, I'm loving it. I, I'm living vicariously <laughs> through you. 
You're funny. Well, come on along, because you know I'm going to tell everybody everything as it happens. I'm my own on-spot correspondent. Yeah, I know that's right. But that's why you do well as a radio host. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You you just, whatever you're suited to, you you do it. And that's that's called living to your potential. Okay. Well, I want to say about the whole radio host thing, people keep asking me questions about, like, how do you get started and, like, did you go to school and all this other stuff? And I would just like to say this. I was in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. in the right frame of mind. Mm-hmm. And that's how that happened. It was a chance conversation about something else that grew into, hey, my cousin Shawnee does a radio show and she's looking for new hosts. Are you her friend on social media? And I said, I don't know, Emma. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to suggest you as her friend, and you guys talk, and blah, 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 and the rest, it's as they history. say, is history. I know. Um, thankfully yes. for me, Miss Shawnee Elliott, I love her so much. Um, she's more than just my co-hostess at this point. We're friends and family. We're family, mm-hmm. as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she just invited me into her show, and like I said, I have a tendency to, <laughs> to take over stuff. <laughs> I don't do it on purpose. I don't know. Again, I think it's one of those things. I'm the youngest of 11 children. Mm. And so I had to fight to be, not not like in a bad way, but when there are that many people, you right. kind of have to fight for your position to make yourself stand out. And mm-hmm. so I had to be loud and I had to be cute and I had to be silly and I had to have a niche. I had to be something different than, you know, these right. other 10 people were. Mm-hmm. And so... I, I would like to applaud Shawnee Elliott and and Trey Sheik, my co-host, for allowing me to just be me. And sometimes I do go too far. I go way out there, and they pull me back gently. They <laughs> never like <laughs> they never like embarrass me when right, I'm way right. out there acting a fool. They just pull me back gently, and I love them for that. And I love the mellow mix. And yeah, I'm just happy. And we love it too. <laughs> I can tell by my numbers. We love the mellow mix. <laughs> Yay! That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, now, getting back to the subject of music. Okay. You play any instruments? <clears throat> Excuse me, instruments. I can't speak. Instruments. I do not. Um, <laughs> I have a story about that that I'll tell in a moment. But, no, I don't play any instruments. I do hear melodies, and I hear harmonies, and I hear arrangements. And mm-hmm. so I take my silly self into the studio, and I hum things, and I bang on tables. Uh-huh. And and thankfully, the people that I work with, <laughs> again, shout out to Dottie 410, the people that I work with can translate all of my grunts and whistles and tapping <laughs> into something it. beautiful. But um, uh, the story that I wanted to tell about <laughs> about um, playing an instrument is at this time last year, I put up a post on Facebook saying that I wanted to learn to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. I have wonderful friends and wonderful people who love me and believe in me and believe that I am capable of doing anything that I set my mind to, and I love them for that. So one of my best friends, my PT, 
who lives in Janine. Hey, hi, if you're listening. She lives in Georgia. Um, she called me, and she's like, what are you doing? Text me your address. I'm like, that's random, but it's close to Christmas, so I'm thinking, oh, they're just going to send us Christmas cards, and, mm-hmm. you know, we have a new address. They might not have it. Blah, blah, blah. So I send her my address, and then five minutes later, I get an email confirmation saying your new guitar will be delivered <laughs> in three days. And I'm like, wow, guitar. And then she's like, did you get the email? Ha, ha, ha. I bought your guitar for Christmas. I'm like, are you serious? <sighs> so the wonderful, lovely guitar with the, uh, the package to help me learn how to play it and all of that is in the box because... <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you have to work to learn to play the guitar. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna tell the truth and shame the devil right now. Okay. Uh-huh. Pray for me. Anybody who know how to pray. Uh, so everything else that I've done in life, I just decided that I would do it. Like mm-hmm. I decided I would try acting because my family always told me I was too dramatic. I was way dramatic, so I decided <laughs> to try acting. I was good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done a couple plays. I've been in a couple shows, some improv stuff. Great. I decided to sing one day, and it came out, and it was beautiful. And everyone in my family was moved, and people were crying. This little seven-year-old person. I've had the same singing voice since I was seven. Somebody should have really, you know, done something with that when I was seven, because I could have been a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know, all this riffing mm-hmm. and running and thing out of a seven-year-old. But I digress. Um, <laughs> but... I just decided, and it came out, and it was wonderful. I decided that I would try hosting a radio show, and it's been great so far, and our numbers are growing, and people are walking up to me in supermarkets quoting crazy stuff that we say on the show mm-hmm. and singing the Shenanigans song and <laughs> hashtag Viva said so in me in public. So when I had to work <laughs> at the guitar and my fingers were actually sore and swollen, yeah, that really wasn't the most glamorous thing that I had wanted to do. So I'm going to try that again. Later, yeah. Just a little bit more mature than I am today. But right now, I just I pull it out and I admire how beautiful it is because I also have a wood fetish. So I admire the wood and the grain of the wood and the way that the the strings feel and how beautiful it would sound if I knew what to do with it. <laughs> But right now it's just yeah, an too ornament, funny. and I'm so sorry that I took that long to say that no, I don't play an instrument because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's just too funny. <laughs> but you do have good friends because she sent you a, a guitar. That Immediately, is right? That is so beautiful. I know. Wow. I love my friends, and I love the way that they love me. I love the way that, you know, the people who actually love me, I love the way that they love me. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. It's but what's funny is I often hear people say, well, you know, I had to do it because I had to prove all the haters wrong and, you know, nobody believed in me and blah, 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 blah. I have exactly the opposite pressure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think of it as everybody. a problem, but it is pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody believes right. that I can. And so when I don't, I'm the odd man out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. I actually had my fifth grade teacher walk up to me and I'm all excited because he was, like, my favorite teacher ever in the world. Like, mm-hmm. ever. Right. Like, the answer to the trivia question, whenever I'm, I'm you know, because I'm trying to be like Beyonce. I'm trying to be um, a category on um, game shows. So, whenever <laughs> the answer is, the answer to my favorite teacher is Mr. Russell. So, mm-hmm. write that down, y'all, for later. Write it down. Okay. I'm writing it to <laughs> Mr. Write it Russell. Down for later. 
But he walked up to me and he says to me, I expected to see you on television or in a movie or something by now. You've always had such a great diction and you've always been so outgoing. I don't understand why you're still doing regular people stuff. Wow. And I was just like, that's not what you were supposed to say. Oh my God. Had you done any of these wonderful things that you're doing? Had you already started doing them at that time or not? Sort of, but not on this level. Okay. Not on not on the I'm doing it level. Like mm-hmm. at that point I was signed to an independent label. Mm-hmm. None of that really worked out well. Um I, I did some really great music then that um is kinda on the shelf somewhere. I'm sure it'll come out sometime soon. Mm-hmm. You know, those secret unreleased tapes yes, that people yes. like to put out. I'm Honey. sure that'll happen soon. And I, but I'm okay with it because I'm proud of everything we did back then. I, I know um, you are. I'm just. You don't strike me as the kind of person who would not be proud, who would not give their all <laughs> to make it be the best it could be. You Why? don't strike you know, me as I'll that do kind what of person. I do. Hey. Done. I'll do what I do. Hey, hey, yeah, I know. Listen, my <laughs> uncle told me something that I took to heart, and I try to live my life this way. My uncle and my father both used to say this when I was a child. Either do it right or don't do it. Right. And that's how I try to live my life if I can't, like the whole guitar thing. If I can't do it right, I'm just not going to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Not to say I'm never going to do it. Right. But just right now, right now it's not time for me to do that because I can't do it right. So. Wow. And that's how I try to live my life. You know, we've been yapping so much. We haven't hardly played any music. <laughs> oh, my God. I only look, play folk songs in a row. <laughs> well, I, I am. But before before I play any music, I want you to think about this. And I know you probably already got something prepared to say. But everybody who visits my show the very first time they come, I impose upon them to give a word of advice or encouragement to other people who may be thinking about doing this music thing. Okay? Okay. So I don't want you to do it right now. Because since you said play a, a couple of uh, songs in a row. You know what I'm going to play, right? What's that? Friend request? Friend request. Okay. And I would like to say before you play it that the lovely young lady doing the spoken word is Miss B. Brown Butterfly. If you're not familiar, get familiar. Okay. This is Friend Request Part 1 followed by friend request part two and then we're going to come back and finish up with Miss Cindyva yay I might have to keep you all night really (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with that This is what I've been waiting for. Took me completely by surprise because nobody's supposed to be here. Yet here he is, adding to me. His love exponentially multiplies, never divides, not given in fractions to be reduced to its lowest common denominator. He's my white glove gladiator in a suit. Heartbreak has been handled. He came on like Clark Kent, unassuming. Whole time he was Superman, able to tear down my walls in a single bound. 
Real love has finally found me. This dude constantly impresses me. So hard to do. He's a walking enigma. I mean, his words and actions match. Imagine that. He allows me to take the S off my chest and just be his woman. I can fall back and let him lead. He knows how to handle me. So sexy. Sometimes I can't believe how often he has me smiling. He confides in me and I keep his secrets. His love is like a kiss on the back of my neck. Send sensations all the way down to my toes. This is the way love goes. And his good love deserves an encore. We share unafraid and unashamed. Yes, I'm completely happy. Just when I think it can't get better than this, I get a friend request. Confident, 
makes my head spin. I'm swimming in the kinds of feelings that create made-for-TV movies. Accept. Reject. It's a simple process. It's just a friend request. with no regrets and I refuse to start now. Let me take a deep breath. Calm all the way down. I should not be this anxious. The only relevant question is, do I want to invite him back into my life? that i love those pieces and and let me just say i understand why you did two parts but i don't think it's anything wrong with a seven minute song (laughs) (laughs) well see we had we had that conversation um (laughs) several times Mm -hmm. um you know we we're we're old school the seven minute song isn't too much for grown people exactly we had we had 14 minute songs that's right And he wasn't even speaking English. He, How about now. that? <laughs> I know, right? He, he didn't know what they were saying. It was just funky, right? That's right. God bless his soul. Rest in peace to the God of all them souls. Well, you know, but, all um, those songs from back then. Yeah, them. but nowadays, um, not to, I think like the microwave age and all of that stuff, people have shorter attention spans. Most people tune out at three and a half to four minutes if they can hang on that long. So that was where we cut well, it. And then it made it a little bit more dramatic. To well, be yeah, sort of yeah. And, and plus, if you want to get played on a terrestrial radio, you do need to pay attention to the time um, right. factor. Because they will fade you right on they out. They will right fade you out. Yes, they will. But um, for, yeah. for us here at uh, Internet Radio, you know, hey. <laughs> The longer right. the better for us. If it's good. Now, if it's not good, then it's not going to hold my attention. This is true. Or if it's just mediocre, it's not going to hold my attention. But when something is good, you're going to listen. But see, then again, it's again that thing. Like, And I've been saying this for the last two weeks. I've been doing interviews and like talking about the project and everything like really heavily for the last two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. But... It's sort of like when you're introducing new music to somebody, it's sort of like the first time you're showing somebody your newborn baby. Mm-hmm. And of course, because it's your baby, you think it's the most precious, most beautiful, most right. wonderful, sweet-smelling thing you have ever seen in your life. But we all know that we have seen some, some funky-looking babies. babies. <laughs> yeah. 
And then that's when you get those comments like, oh, look at him. Nobody says, oh, he cute. They be like, oh, he looks just like his father. Oh, my gosh. You're like, what does that even crazy. mean? So you're trying to check their face. Like, are they trying to slide my baby on the low? And so, so with me, it's like that. So I've been using the hashtag, is my baby funny looking? All week, like. I'm giving y'all this new music, and I need somebody to give me some feedback because, of course, you know, I was in the studio almost all of 2014 recording it, so of course right. I think it's the bomb. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, of course, Nadi thinks it's the bomb. He wrote all the music. Right, right. You know, but I need to know what other people, am I reaching you on a soul level? Are you feeling, what I'm, is okay. my baby funny looking? Well, well, let me ask you this. <laughs> Have you gotten feedback? What are people saying about it? I have gotten feedback, but... And I don't want to disqualify these people, but these are people who already love me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I kind of take their feedback with a grain of salt. No, there are three or four people in that group who I know would have told me, I love you, but this is whack. Like, you should never <laughs> play this to anybody. But, but most of those people, you know, thankfully in my life, I have a lot of cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. You know, people who are just born to encourage people. Right. And sometimes I, t- I take their their advice or their cheerleading with a grain of salt because that's just part of who they are. And I don't know if my baby really is funny looking and they just being nice. <laughs> you kill me, girl. You are so funny, my baby funny looking. You know, it's right. So that's where I am right now with presenting all of this new stuff. But that was one of the reasons why we, because I'm like, okay, we think it's great, and we're all into it. And especially because I just gave her the premise. I just gave the brown butterfly the premise, mm-hmm. and she ran with it. Yes, she did. And, and I, I almost didn't want to sing anything because... She did a wonderful job. You know, it, there is nothing better than poetry set to music, as far as I'm oh concerned. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and my gosh. Honestly... To be totally honest, mm-hmm. the only reason why my voice is even on the track at all is because I was like, I have to be able to put my name on this. Right. Because if my voice isn't on it, there's no reason for my name to be on it other than <laughs> just being obnoxious. <laughs> so, like, the little pickups, those were just like, okay, this is filler, because she just killed the whole game. Like, I have nothing, <laughs> to, I have nothing of value to add to this. It's already done. Mm-hmm. So my little hook and the little pickups, and I really couldn't add. I couldn't. I was just so impressed. Like the first time she read it for me, mm-hmm. when she turned around, she thought I was playing, but I was actually crying because I was so impressed with what she gave me. I literally wrote her three lines in an inbox. This is what I need. Wow. And now she, that's talent. I mean, okay. Oh my God. That's oh my talent. God. Well, you've you've worked with some really talented people on this project. I I just have to say, you know, the music is tight. The lyrics are tight. The poetry is tight. I mean, (laughs) your baby is is not funny looking. (laughs) (laughs) My baby's cute. Your baby is cute. (laughs) I love it. And shout out to Mark Carey, who did all of my mastering and who did the recording for the song, Hey. Shout out to everybody at Street Legal, too. Um, I mean, I am, I am blessed, honored, and grateful to know some of the most talented people 
in the world who just happened to live within a five mile radius of me. Mm. Um, is I that where everybody like, is? <laughs> I, I feel like there is so much talent in Baltimore that um, I don't think I don't think the world recognizes what's here. They're starting to. They're starting to, you know, to realize that there's more here than crabs and football, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. the wire. And you know, I've had quite murdered. a few artists from the Baltimore area on my show, so I know firsthand that there are a lot. Tonight I had an uh, artist from Capitol Heights, uh, Kevin B. I played a few of his songs. Well, I got a couple okay. more of, left to play after we finish, but, um, you know, just this area, just the, you know, the Washington D.C. metropolitan area, the Baltimore metropolitan area, and the Richmond metropolitan area. There's so many talented people, right, all up and through. And it's just that we have not had a lot of uh, studios or you know a lot of opportunity to to write like broadcast this, you know. Um, there, I mean, there's, it's just so much. I mean, there's, there are many talented people all over the world. Don't get me wrong. Right. But no, no, of course. It's like a of concentration course. right in this area of people who, I guess because of the internet and, and things of that nature, social media are really making names for themselves out here. Right. I, I'm really, um, I'm impressed with, um, the way that the Baltimore music scene is come is starting to come together. Mm-hmm. Um, we, for whatever reason, have um, a stigma attached to us, you know, that we're loners and rebels and, you know, whatever. But um, I'm proud to say that I'm part of a community of creative people. Yes. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's nothing for me to pick up the phone or to send an inbox and say, hey, I'm in the middle of this project. I'm at this point, and I'm stuck, and I need what you have. Mm-hmm. And up till this point, I've never been told no. And it's nothing for somebody to be like, hey, Diva, you know, I need what you have. Can you write this for me, or can you sing this hook for me, or can you, you know, do this drop for me for my CD? And because I honor these people, and I trust their gifts, and I'm, I'm literally a fan of theirs, like, I paid money to go see them, right, right. you know, and I paid for their CD and I own it and I made sure they signed it because I'm really a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, again, this exchange of energy that's on a soul level and, and we support each other and, you know, we're, we're helping each other grow and I'm just so proud of that. I'm just so proud of that. And I'm thankful that, you know, with the Internet, and more people being in control of what is actually played on their shows and their station mm-hmm. as opposed to what happens on terrestrial radio. Yes. But that's a rant for another day. Girl, I've no, we can rant, rant today because I've read just about every Saturday <laughs> on that thing, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> right. So if you want to hear my rant about that, go on over to the com. I'm sure Shawnee has posted some clips of me wigging out about <laughs> the playlist or whatever. But... You know, with the internet and everything, we're able to get our voices heard in a way that, you know, that honors us and shows us in a positive light and actually focuses on the music and not, and the artistry and not all that other. The crap. (laughs) The the stuff that don't mean nothing to nobody. I was trying to use a nicer word. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's crap. (laughs) 
you know. Yeah, because I throw crap and crud around a lot, but Girl. I was told those are crass words. Yes, so. well, you know, it is I'm what trying it to is. step up my vocabulary. Girl, you, your vocabulary <laughs> is fine, okay? I said it. You didn't. Um, oh, good. So. See, again, Diana said that. I didn't. Well, this, this diva yeah. said so. How about that? No, diva didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So, this project is almost done, ready to be released. You're working on the next project. But what if you could do anything, anything in the universe next, what would it be? In the universe, the whole universe? The whole universe. Hmm. Well, now I'm going to be thoroughly philosophical, and I'm going to say, if I could personally do anything, I would end world hunger. Um, you know, being being a foodie. I think everyone should be able to enjoy food as often as they want to in a healthy manner. Um, But um, for me personally, if I could do anything, um, I'm 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 moving towards being in a place in life where art, music, and acting, and activism, and being involved sustains me. Like, I don't want to have to punch in Mm -hmm. and wait for somebody else's name on my check. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Like, I would really personally, for my own personal self, that's what I would like to do. I would like to move into a space where I'm a full-time artist and I'm not one of those people who is in the list of world-hungry people. (laughs) <laughs> I would like to be able to eat and wear nice clothes and live inside and have art. Well, those and things are and nice. And <laughs> we kind of come become accustomed. <laughs> we kind of become accustomed to those things. So it would be nice to be able <laughs> right. to continue. You know, nice clothes and living indoors. Indoors, indoors yeah. With indoor plumbing. Yeah, especially at this time of year. <laughs> We'll and nice have electricity have, on. Yeah, yeah. It would be Table's nice to nice have too. something like an indoor pool or something like that. That would be cool, too. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> I, I, I am your right. resident Bougetto diva. That's <laughs> 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 me. <laughs> I'm a ghetto girl with bougie tendencies. <laughs> hey, well. You know, I think yeah. it's very important to know who you are. Very important. I, I, right. Right. It's it's important to know who you are, but it's even more important to just go ahead and be who you are. Yes. Oh, so are you ready for me to answer that question? Now? Sure, or? sure. Yeah, you can go okay. ahead. So, right, so that was part of my answer. So the question was, um, if I could give a word of advice or encouragement to anyone who wants to do, what are we speaking about, music? Music, the arts. Any, anything because really whatever you speak to about music the music business is business in general wouldn't you say I would say so yeah I would say so um so you know little old me with my humble self <laughs> um <laughs> I done cracked myself up anyway <laughs> my word of encouragement and or advice would be very similar to what was on my diva said so for today is you know add your flavor be 
be you. Now, now I'm going to go ahead because, you know, I was I spent a long time in church. Shout out to Living Word Ministries. I love y'all. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take it to church if that's okay for a go, minute. Go ahead. Um, so my philosophy, which I, I actually got a big portion of the philosophy from Apostle David Brown, um, is that, you know, God looked through all of eternity and put together a set of circumstances that would create you. The size you are, the color you are, and the location you are in, speaking the language and or languages that you speak. Because he needed a you. Music, art, business, life, love, your children, your family need you. An authentic you is better than a bad copy of somebody else any day. If you loud, boo, be loud. If you are shy and quiet, darling, be shy and quiet. If you are obnoxious, be obnoxious. There are people who won't like you, but there are people on this planet who already love you, who know you are an a-hole, but they love you anyway. Sometimes because of you, sometimes in spite of you. So whatever you are doing, just be authentically you. The world needs you, just as you are today. You know, it's great to make improvements. You know, I'm working on my little figure thing, trying to get my stomach back flat like it was when my husband met me. I'm trying to get all that together. But in the meantime, I'm happy with who I am, how I am, just being me. And that's, it's enough. You are enough. So that's my word of advice or encouragement. Just be yourself. And all-loving, all-knowing God made you. He doesn't make mistakes. So for you to try to be somebody else is saying that he did make a mistake, and he doesn't. Sounds like good advice to me. <laughs> okay, the doors of the church are open. The choir can go ahead and sing. Okay, and, 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 and on that note, the choir going to sing. It's not quite the choir. This is it's a, right. a soloist. No, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and sometimes I know, I know that sometimes it's hard being you because I've been accused of being weird my entire life. Um, probably in the last 10 years, I started to embrace it. I'm weird. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We all have, we all have our isms. That's and right. what is normal to me may seem bad crap crazy to somebody else. Yeah. But it is what it is, you know? Hey, if it works for you, that's the thing. Because this is, this is what I always say. I can only be me because that's all I know how to be. I don't know how to be anybody right. else. Nor exactly. would I want to be anybody else. You know, my life is wonderful just the way it is. Doing what I do, meeting wonderful, talented people. Okay, I love it. It's nothing better. I sounded like it too, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now let me ask you this question. Okay. You, you, you're excellent in the studio. I mean, you know, the, the project is the bomb. But what would you prefer the most? recording the music or performing the music 
That is a very good question because I feel like those are two different outlets. Um, ooh, I'm about to misquote this. Ooh, never mind. I'll do it another way. Okay, so the recording process is sort of the excavating the emotions from myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it's been this idea bouncing around in my head for however long. Sometimes it's been there two days, sometimes it's been there two weeks, sometimes it's been there two decades. It's sort of been there, you know, in the background, bouncing around. So the recording process is getting all of that out, expressing whatever it was, um, the sadness, the fear, the elation, the happily confused, the all of that. So that's that. Um, the performance piece of it is taking all of that and putting it into a nice package and presenting it to a group of people who then present back to me energy that is... It's sort of, um, for me, and I've heard from other performers, that it's sort of the most natural high you've ever had, Mm -hmm. the performance piece, Mm -hmm. because if you're doing it right, everybody is having an experience Right? Right. That is akin to being high. Like, the physical things that happen to you are very similar to what happens when you're under the influence. So then at that moment, you're under the influence of the music and the experience. Mm -hmm. And so that's why some people pass out at concerts. You know what I mean? It's like all of that. So those are two different things. So I really, it's very difficult to to compare them. Mm -hmm. But if I had to choose, because I'm a people person, I would choose the performance. Okay. If I had to choose, like if my life depended on choosing, Uh I would choose the performance. performance. Just because there are people there, there's interaction, you know. The way I do my show is, I was raised in church. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in church, when you're doing it right, people, hey, girl, hey, man, how do you think that? That's right. Somebody might come down to the pulpit with you, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hold your hand, throw some money at you, throw a cloth on you, whatever. And so that's how I run my show. I stop in the middle of the song and start talking to people. Because <laughs> that's what I'm feeling. <laughs> that's okay. what I'm feeling right now. All right, Patty. <laughs> you know, like. Patty Sendiva. <laughs> I know. I love. Can I tell you that I love Patty LaBelle? I'm sure. Can I tell you that. <laughs> My greatest birthday gift so far was tickets and a and backstage passes. Oh wow! To a Patti LaBelle concert, and that is the moment that I was the biggest dork I have ever been <laughs> on the entire planet. It's too funny. I was wearing a tiara <laughs> and a happy birthday fag because that's how big of a dork I am. <laughs> and we're backstage, and she's. You know, she's all, you know, sweaty and whatever because she's been singing and rolling mm-hmm. on the floor and throwing mm-hmm. out eyelashes and shoes for the last yeah, two I know, hours. right. Right. And so she comes back and she says, you're the one. It's your birthday, darling. And I just started crying. I couldn't even talk. Oh, and my goodness. And she's just standing there looking at me like, somebody get this fool. <laughs> I don't mean like crying like a cute cry. You know, not like, no, not like no, the Denzel Cindy. or Glory, the cute crowd where the one thing come down. No, I mean like blubbering idiot crying. Oh, no. And all oh. I could say was, yes, ma'am. That's all I could get out. 
Uh, no, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't call me fool, but that's how she looked at me. Okay, whatever. Uh, it's cold. That's how you thought she was looking at you. She yeah. cried because like, she's such well, a good-hearted person. I've written all this stuff down that I wanted to say. I wanted uh-huh. to tell her that my very first concert was a Patti LaBelle concert with my parents and that she changed my opinion on performance and what I wanted to do with my life and that I loved everything about her. And, like, I had all this stuff written down. Mm. I didn't say none of it. <laughs> all I said was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. First, you're just too funny. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was the greatest and worst. <laughs> all in one. Life. All at the same time. Oh, so I'm hoping that someday when I'm much more mature, <laughs> <laughs> I will have an opportunity to meet her again. I am sure you will. I am sure that. She is my hero. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other than Michael Jackson and my baby father, Prince, um, she, she, you know, he my ba- he, he's my children's real baby father. Okay. Don't tell my husband, though. I, I but, <laughs> He's not listening, is he? <laughs> I love Prince. I love everything about him. I even love his fro. I even love his fro. But um, Patti LaBelle is, she's one of my, she's one of the reasons why I do music and, and why I do it the way that I do because there's such a freedom in the way that she approaches a performance. You know, some people you can tell that they've done all these rehearsals and they've done all this choreography and the Mm. lights are timed and the dancers are timed and all of that. And Patti LaBelle was stuck in the middle of a song, have a conversation with the person in the front row. Mm -hmm. And then have a conversation with the person in the 122nd row. And then take off her shoe and give it to somebody. I know, right? Right. That signature, Patti. That signature, Patti LaBelle. Mm. Yes, and roll across the stage, yes. and all yes, all men of everything. And I was and like, looking I want so to do that. gorgeous for her age. My God, her and Tina Turner. I don't know what oh they God. doing. <laughs> I look, I'm still trying to get my legs to look like Tina Turner. What? <laughs> oh, I've given up on that. <laughs> it ain't yeah, gonna never I'm happen. Not, I'm, I don't give up. I don't give up. It's that. not gonna happen in this <laughs> lifetime. Maybe in the next. Nope, this one. I don't give up. <laughs> I'm going to be on the stair climber tomorrow. <laughs> you trying to get it together. <laughs> Girl, please. Okay, so now that you've picked in a life or death situation, you picked performing. Let me yeah. ask you this question about performances. Do you prefer big arenas or intimate settings to perform in? Oh, that's good. That's really good. I don't know. Because, again, they're totally different. Um, hmm, that's a good question. Big arenas or intimate? <sighs> okay, so am I speaking from a financial standpoint? No, no, no. Am You're I, speaking from am a I performance. Speaking from a, no, a totally from... organic performance standpoint. Yes. A totally organic. Okay, so totally organic performance. Um. I would probably prefer a smaller, intimate arena. Because, again, you can see everybody. Everybody can see you. When you're having a conversation, you're actually having a conversation with the person mm-hmm. and not a little dot in the back that you can't even really see. You just hear a voice coming right. at you, which is weird. Mm-hmm. If, no, if, you don't notice, if you don't know that, that's weird. 
to have a voice coming at you from a person you can't see. It's strange. Part of the game, but it's strange. Um, so if from a totally organic performance standpoint, I would probably prefer a smaller, more intimate because it's small and intimate. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely feed off the audience energy. Yeah. Well, I tell and you, it's, it's, I prefer to see artists in intimate settings just for that reason because it's like you're connected. You're more connected to the artist when you can look into their eyes and they can look into your eyes. Right. Right. I agree. I mean, I guess I would, I would um, compare it to the difference between having dinner at your grandmother's house and having dinner in a big crowded restaurant. Like, right. it's still good food, mm-hmm. but the experience is totally different. Yes. True. You know, you can't really have True. the conversation you want to have. You mm-hmm. can't. Well, you can, but it's weird to get up and go sit on somebody's lap or hug somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. When you're in a restaurant. But when you're at grandma's house, it's grandma's house. You right. can chill. You can take your shoes off. You can go in the refrigerator, get what you want, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's different. It's, it's like you said. It's more intimate and relaxed, and it's in a more even exchange of energy. Although you can get energy from the from the arenas now, if they they feeling you. Right. No, that's low. why I said even. Yeah. It's even, a more yeah. even exchange of energy because um, now I'm about to get astrological or cosmic on you, but I'm a Pisces. <laughs> okay. And so I'm an energy magnet and an energy recycler. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I feel feelings that at this age I can decipher most times which emotions are actually mine and which ones I'm picking up from other people. Mm-hmm. So when you're in an arena or a large place like that and there's so much energy, sometimes it's overwhelming. I, I was about to say that. You get exhausted. Yeah, sometimes it can be, you know, over. It's just a, it's just a lot. And it's not even, it's not a sound thing because, you right. know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's so loud. It's, it's not a sound thing. It's it's bigger than that. It's it's an energy thing, and it's so much, and it's it's like atmospheric chaos, for lack of a better way to mm-hmm. describe it. And so it takes a lot of it takes a lot of personal energy to settle yourself down enough, you know, to ground yourself in who you are and what your purpose is for being there to actually get the performance done. Mm-hmm. That's why sometimes you see people, if you really look at it, you see celebrities wigging out after shows when people are right. up to them or whatever. Like, yeah. dude, I just gave you everything I had for two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And now you're all in my face screaming. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Celebrities are people too, people. Yeah, they are. They need their space. <laughs> That's why I, it, it irks me when somebody gets upset because somebody doesn't want to take a picture with them. Okay? Maybe right, they just finished taking 50 pictures and they need a break. Exactly. exactly. For you, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. For you, it's, oh, my God, it's this person. I'm mm-hmm. going to get to take this picture that I've never taken with them before. For them, you are the 974th person who has stopped them on their way to the bathroom. Or know, on their right? way to get something to eat, or on their way to fill in the blank with whatever. Right. It's and true. I'm just trying to get but from point know, A to me, point B, but me I'm, personally, I'm not mad at you. I'm, I'm just I'm, hungry, or I just have to go to the bathroom. I've been or around. I'm just really late for something. 
right. I've been around a lot of celebrities, but I don't ask them for their autograph. I don't ask them to take a picture with me unless they're doing that. Unless they're like, okay, anybody want a picture? Form a line, right? That's different. But just to see right. them somewhere and just infringe upon their time, even though they are celebrities and they should, quote unquote, be used to the attention, sometimes people just want to be people. They just want to be And they just want to be left alone. You know? Exactly. So I don't bother. And, well, for me, I would like to put this out in front of me, in the universe in front of me, because I haven't gotten to the point yet where people, you know, every now and then somebody will say, are you some diva? But I haven't haven't gotten to the point where I can't, you know, be in public. Right. You know, without being mobbed or whatever. But, but it's coming, like girl. It's it's coming. It's it's on the way. Right. It's on the way. So I would like to speak <laughs> to the universe in front of me and say that I don't mind people asking to take photos with me. But don't run all up on me, paparazzi style. Like, I'm still trying to figure out a way to, like, short-circuit people's cameras when they take pictures of me that I didn't take <laughs> Like, there has to be some sort of technology that will, like, make the picture just be, like, a big ball of light in my shoes. Like, that's all I want the picture to be. Oh, wow. Light and my shoes. That's it. (laughs) And your shoes. (laughs) Yes. Because uh, nine times out of ten, I'm wearing some really fabulous shoes. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm not wearing makeup, I'm wearing really fabulous shoes. I hear you, girl. Hashtag, she likes shoes. All right, so let's, let's listen to Only Fear. Okay. I really thought that your your audience specifically would enjoy this song. Really? Um, be, yes, because, I mean, you speak so much about, like, positivity and, and, and you know, oh, good energy. Your heart. And, you know what I speak being about. your best Aww. self and all of that. I'm sorry? <laughs> I said, bless your heart. You know what I speak about. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna listen to your show and stop it, fine. Okay. I'm gonna call it and so then I do it right. <laughs> but so funny. So I thought this is typically your audience would enjoy this song. Um, because it's basically about what the title says. It's, it's only fear. It's only fear. Which is not of God. Now I'm gonna go to church a little bit on that one. Okay. Let the church say, <laughs> So here's only fear, and we'll be back to chop it up some more.
say it's my favorite because every song i hear <laughs> is my favorite <laughs> every song oh, i love so those sweet. kind Thank of projects you. baby every song is my favorite oh that's my favorite song that's my favorite song <laughs> <laughs> that's my damn yeah. yeah but that one i don't that one came out of the music mm-hmm. like we were in the studio and I was like, I need, we need something else. I need, I feel like, you know, we've done the love song. We've done the new love song. We've done the breakup song. We've done, you know, friend requests. I need something. Like, it's missing something. And Naughty played this track, and the words just sort of jumped out of the music. And, you know, we had, earlier that day, we had had a conversation about, um, for me, this was my first on my own project. Like mm-hmm. I said before, um, I've been signed to a label and they made all the decisions and they picked the songs and, you know, I was able to put some, sprinkle some Sandiva on it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't my idea. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't right. in, in control. Mm-hmm. And then I did the Unit Steel project with my brothers, whom I love, um, and that was, again, for me, I think, a crutch because it was easier for us to sit and have meetings and take a vote on, is this song going to make it? Is You know, it was right. safer. Uh-huh. And so I think, for me, the the song Only Fear, I sort of wrote that for me. Mm-hmm. And that first line... Have you ever been afraid of doing the right thing, but you happen to be doing it at the wrong damn time? Like, that's always Uh, my fear. mm -hmm. Okay, I know this is the right thing to do, but is it the right thing to do right now? Right now. And so... But but haven't you learned, at least for myself, I've learned to not second-guess myself. You know, it's like... I'm learning... God gives us a, a, a intuition, a, a sixth sense about stuff. And over the years, when I don't listen to that, that's when I mess up. But whenever I listen to it, everything comes out perfect. You now, know? see, let me, let's, let's turn that over. Um, for me, it's, am I listening correctly? Mm. Um, I heard a, a preacher say a couple years ago, 
people wake up from a dream and they say, God told me Africa. God told me Africa. I have to help save the people in Africa. And then they go and get their passport and they fly over to Africa and they end up losing their house in America and catching malaria and whatever. Mm-hmm. When what God was saying was, these people over here at your church have already put together a group to do this thing in Africa. They've already set it up. You need to support them and give them money. So mm-hmm. for me, it's am I hearing the whole message? Right. And is the message for now or is it for later? Because sometimes it's the right thing. It's just not for right now. And that's, I often make a mess of things because I think, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that right now. Mm-hmm. But I am not personally ready. The situation isn't ready. And right. then I make a mess out of things that it just wasn't time for. Like in my 20s, I really fought for music and, and doing all of this stuff. I mean, to the point where I made myself sick, literally mm-hmm. and physically sick. Um where I had to be hospitalized from exhaustion and all of that stuff because I was like, I'm a musician. Like, God Mm -hmm. made me a singer, and and Mm -hmm. this is what I'm supposed to do, and Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And this is all true. But now I'm doing the same stuff on my time, Mm -hmm. on my schedule, for what's convenient for me physically, emotionally, spiritually, what works for me right now, and the universe is responding in kind. Well, you know what? I'm here with you. I appreciate. I I certainly appreciate what you're saying, and it needed to be said. But for for me personally, right? When I hear, when I listen to that that intuition, that's what I like to call it. Other people call it different things. But when I listen to that, I know I'm making the right move at the right time. Why? Because doors just open. It's okay, not so what happens like, now? Now I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna I'm turn into the interview real quick. It's, it's, so what it's, happens when the doors don't open? Well, what then I, well then I know it's not the right time, like you said. Right. That's I, I know saying. it's not it's, the right time, and I don't keep like you like for yourself when you were in your twenties. You went. You exhausted yourself trying right, to make I it happen. In the paint. I do not give up. I you, don't, you see I don't what I'm saying? But for is. me, if I if I feel like my intuition is telling me to move to the left and the door don't open, I might try it one more time. The door don't open. I say, okay, God, I got it. And I move to the right and I move to the left later on. You, you understand nah, what I'm saying? I try to kick the door down. See, but I'm see, that's that's why lie. you that that's that's why you <laughs> no, you got God some more. This door. <laughs> this <laughs> I know, door right here. but that just means you got more maturing to do. That's all. We we all get there at different speeds. You know what I'm saying? Right, at different times. You know, because when you were 20, you were doing what you're doing now, but now you're doing it and it's all working. Right, and it's it, it's almost effortless. Exactly. That's how you know it's the right time and you're doing the right thing. It becomes effortless. Like WDGP was effortless for me. Lovely. You understand? It it wasn't work. People say, oh, you work so hard. How do you do all that? You're the only one. Yada, yada, yada. It wasn't hard. It's what I love. It's when you're doing what you love to do, you never work. This is true. This is true. I agree with that. But yeah, um, 
it's only fair, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, you know, life is short, and you if you you have to be connected to your higher power. You have to maintain that relationship just like you maintain every other relationship in your life. And when you Agreed. do, he's going to reward you with the guidance. He's already, you know, he's already planned out what we're supposed to be doing anyway. Like you said, he created the circumstances that allowed us to be created. Right. Right. So, just my two cents. Amen. Amen. <laughs> just my two cents. <laughs> hey. Don't do your neighbor and say neighbor. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do tend to go if there. To go but by yourself, but I don't think I don't think we neighbor. do it in a preachy kind of way. You know, it's just conversation. I don't think it's preachy. That's all right. You know, that is all right. You got to let the it. people know. Sometimes, some people need that guidance. You know what I'm saying? You know, and right. if he puts the words in there, I got to let them out. <laughs> right. And it's funny. It's funny to me that um, it's just funny how creativity works. Mm-hmm. Like for me, some songs, like I said, like Only Fear, it, mm-hmm. he, played, he played the track for me. Now he played the track for me, I want to say three times. Uh-huh. And the words were they were there. I, I just wrote them down. Like mm-hmm. I didn't so struggle with it. I didn't they they just they were born out of the track. Yes. And then there are other songs that I literally sit down with a dictionary and a thesaurus and what's another word for this word? I've used this word too many times and I want to say this and I want to say, I'm mm-hmm. just going to put it down. I'll come back to it later. Mm-hmm. It, it's just crazy how some songs wake me up in the middle of the night and I have to write them down or I can't go back to sleep. Uh-huh. Other songs, I'll have a conversation with somebody and they practically write the song, only they don't, they're not really as good with rhyme schemes as I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, so you just have to you know, fine-tune it. <laughs> I take their experience and I write it down. And it's funny how, like, one of the songs on a past project, on a unit still project, is about um, having daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Part of the song is about my issues with my father, but part of, a lot of the song is about other people's conversations they've had with me about their father Mm -hmm. and so there are these gray lines you know in what's real and what's fantasy and what's just for the storyline and so it's funny when people you know welcome to me like girl I know I'm like child that ain't my story (laughs) it just sounds good you know well uh, that's that's what they're doing that's what they're doing to Beyonce right now somebody leaked one of her songs and everybody swears it's about Jay-Z and I'm like y'all tripping right right. get your life together (laughs) and she said it's about her mother's experience not hers she happily married Leave that girl right, alone. Right, her parents are divorced. Hello. <laughs> and it was a little bit messy. Hello. Yeah. Good morning. A little bit. It was quite messy. Well, anyway, that's Good morning. Story. Hello. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but that's how it is. You, just because you write a song doesn't mean it's from... Of course, that is a testament to you, Sandiva, because you singing it from, the, from your soul. And so the emotion is real. It's just not your emotion. 
Right. And that's the thing about love and life and actual situations. And like I said earlier, I try to make music that's honest. Mm -hmm. Because even if you've never been laid off, you've been in a situation where you knew you should have left. Yes. You knew you should have been gone. I know I have, because that, that song, ago. I was grabbed. I was like, damn, how she know? It's like every song, I was like, how she know? <laughs> I love this one. I love when someone listens to one of my songs, and they say to me, you wrote that song about me, didn't you? <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that, because that's when I know that I've been 100% authentic, and I have been honest, because the truth is universal. Yes, it is. Yes. Everybody has loved somebody more than they should. Mm-hmm. Everybody has been rejected. Everybody has been confused. Mm-hmm. Everybody has been afraid. Everybody so has stayed too long. Those, <laughs> Everybody stayed know. too long. They knew they should have left, but they stayed. You, you knew it was over. <laughs> Your mama don't even like him. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you're just like, oh, but he good to me and he paid a bill. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and then when you're finally free, you're like, yeah, I'm free, but what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm out here. It's, it's nice. Out here, I'm free, but I got to pay these bills for myself now. You know what I'm saying? What am I going to do? Well, and that's real. As they say, that's real, real. Yes, it is. That's real, real. So, yeah, yes, I, I just is. try to be as honest and authentic. And, you know, I've been married for, like, ever. For, like, ever. For, like, ever. <laughs> for, like, ever. I've been married since Jesus was in high school. Oh, stop. And... <laughs> you ain't even old enough to be married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got married when I was two. And, um, yeah, we in the Guinness Book of World Records. No, we're not. Don't believe that. <laughs> but... You know, my husband was my high school sweetheart, so mm-hmm. I've been we've been together forever. And I know I've recognized that, you know, being a married woman, you know, and a, for a while I was a stay at home mom and all that good stuff, I have a certain set of circumstances and a certain set of things that I've lived through. Mm-hmm. But I also do note that there are a lot of my friends who are either single or divorced. Mm-hmm. you know, or newly separated or whatever, and they have experiences too. So, you know, I, I converse with them and try to give as much life to their stories as I can from the outside looking in. Right. You know, I actually interview people every now and then, like, mm-hmm. so if I tell you about this, how does that make you feel? Right. Because I want to make that. sure that I'm telling the truth when mm-hmm. I tell these stories. I don't want it to just be some stuff on the track mm-hmm. you know it's easy to do that I could I could very well go into the studio and go booty booty oh booty booty oh please and don't somebody would think it's that enough was of, awesome. it's enough of that out there already you, right. you don't somebody need no would play that I might even go platinum <laughs> and I might even get an award mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be able to look at myself in the mirror after I did that I know girl please don't do that stay authentic I like that much oh, I'm gonna draw girl <laughs> <laughs> I'll be trying or whatever. You know. <laughs> trying to do oh this music goodness. thing. Well, but, you know, I'm I'm happy with everything on Dreadlock Soul Volume 1. I am happy with every note, every nuance, every instrument, 
every voice, I'm happy with all of it. Um, it's all authentic. It's the culmination of a year of hard work. Like, mm-hmm. we literally all went through some sort of um, family crisis during that time. Of course. But we, we made it happen, and I am proud of the work. And I actually like the work. Like, I listen to it. on It's in my playlist. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it cycles through with all of my other favorite artists. And I feel like it stands up with that stuff. So, if I do say so myself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you said it. But, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to second I'm it. I'm going to second that because it definitely stands up. Um, you know, I went straight to Facebook and posted when I listened to it because I was like, what? I saw that. I was like, yes. <laughs> my baby's not funny looking. No. <laughs> <laughs> you silly. <laughs> Girl. Anyway, like I said, I'm looking forward to the next project. And this one isn't even released yet, but I'm so looking forward that. to it because is it going to be Dreadlock Volume 2 or is it going to have a different title? That one's going to be Dreadlock Soul Volume 2. Um, it doesn't have a subtitle as of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure we're going to stay in the vein of like the social media interaction mm-hmm. of it all. I don't know. This one might be, um, you know, a little bit grown and sexy. We might call this one like Inbox Conversations or something. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we might have to do that. Ooh, I'm liking that already. Right, like so you turn down the lights and lights and candles. When you, you know, like the, the, the blue, lights, blue lights, blue lights in the basement kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Child, please. Okay, well, well, we're gonna play one more song and then we're gonna come back and say goodnight to Miss Sendiva. I so appreciate you hanging with me for two hours, girl. <laughs> Girl, it. I appreciate you for having me. Yes, I really thought you were put me out 45 minutes ago. Oh, girl, please. No. <laughs> I never try to put people out. All right, bye. See you. <laughs> silly. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I want to play. What song are you going to play now? Um, it's a toss-up. I don't, it's only three. Okay. Well, it's actually four left, but it's only three songs really left to play off of the track and we would have shared the whole thing with everybody so we have oh, the right breeze we have hey and we have stay in love now you pick oh okay so i'm gonna go with just because everything else was sort of like mellow laid back i'm mm-hmm. gonna go with the breeze because that one is a little you know Okay. Somebody feel like they want, you know, dance, shake it up a little bit. They might be able to. Well, do they that. might want to in two hours. They might want to get up and shake tail feather. Right, a little they might bit. want to get up and stretch or whatever. Yeah. That's one of my favorites because I like to dance to that one. Okay. Like well, that. we're going to listen to The Breeze and come on back and finish up with Miss Cindyva. <laughs> Yo 
about to say it, it reminds me of the beach video for that because i really need like a wind machine i need my locks really like blowing in the breeze. i want like somebody to um give me some yarn locks <laughs> and i want to be like all the way down the block I'm, no i'm playing <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta film it on the beach because that song yes yes Definitely. it just sounds like summer doesn't it yes it does in the water yeah, and the waves. It sounds like a vacation. Oh, That's what yeah. I said when I heard it. Like, ooh, this song sounds like vacation mm. on the beach. I like it. Dreadlock Soul, Volume 1. Yeah. And it's called that, incidentally. Because oh, we both have dreadlocks. Mm. And we're both identified by our locks a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm often Sendiva, the one with the locks. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. again, it's part of my description and I'm okay with that. 
since I've wanted them since I was four years old. Yeah. Yes. I yes. love my hair. <laughs> Everyone, I love my hair. <laughs> yes, well, you should. You're supposed to love yourself and everything about yourself. Oh, that makes I you do. a grounded, happy, prosperous person. Oh, thank you. So we played, what's that, 90% of the EP? I, I would say yes. <laughs> but it should well, let people so know that they just got to go get it and add it to their collection, okay? Right. Be looking for it. When it comes out, and we I gonna, will keep you guys posted. We're going to do a big old blast about everywhere. it. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So be sure to check me out on Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. I'm at the real Sendiva, and that's spelled C Y N Diva. And um, my webpage is www.sendiva.net. So go there for all of the wonderful Sendiva happenings. And also we're on WDGPRadio.net right before Diana Burnfield with conversations. That's right. We'll be all up and through the mix. And, Here and in you the know, R&B and Soul Fix. It's the yes, mix. It sure is. And you know what? <laughs> Saturday is my highest ranking day. Saturday evenings. The highest ranking day. So That means we're an awesome combination. Yes, like it does. Yes, it does. And I never wanted to change. <laughs> And you keep making this beautiful music, and honey, uh-uh, girl, mm. <laughs> I can't wait. You know, I've seen you perform live on video. I can't wait to come and see you live, live. It's oh, nothing. my gosh, that would mean so much to me. Uh, I can't wait. So you let me know. Definitely. We're, you know, we're constantly booking things. I am open. I am available. She travels. Hashtag hit me up. Um, <laughs> inbox me. Send a carrier pigeon. I'm ready to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's time to do it, girl. You know, yeah. it, it's great if you can generate the buzz before it actually hits because people are going to be hungry for it. They're going to be like, ah, got to get it. And again, that's one of those things that it was not actually the way I planned it. Mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm. the way it worked out. Mm -hmm. And so we had to shake and move with that's right. the way it happened. And I'll tell you all that foolishness off air because that's too much for everybody. Okay. Got but when got I tell you we went through some foolishness <laughs> trying to get from there to here, I bet we you did. did. Everybody involved. And I said to them all, we must be about to change the world or the devil would not be so busy. I, I, oh, that is so... I, I had that thought when you said about everybody going through their personal family situations while you were doing it. That's when you know you're doing something good. That's when you know because he's going to try to stop you and dissuade you any way he can. Any way. It's it, craziness. It's utter craziness. But guess what? What? I read the end of the story. <laughs> Oh, it says we win. Somebody turns to your name and say, we win. We win. We win. <laughs> Girl, I love it. Yes. Well, it has been my pleasure hanging with you tonight, sharing the music, letting people know who the real Sin Diva is. I love it, Aww. love it, love it. Thank you for having me, Diana. It was awesome to finally speak with you. Um, I look forward to 
I continued wonderful relationships As do with I, you honey. and your lovely station. As do and I. Let's do this. Let's take over the world. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why we can not? do this. Women rule the world. That's what Beyonce said. Right. She said girls, but I always say women or something. Well, else. yeah, I haven't me been a too. Girl for a long she time. said girls, but I say women. Yeah, she said we rule. So. We rule. Yeah, that's whatever. All right, love. I'm gonna let you go reluctantly. All right. But I do have some other All music right. I want to hit. Let the Good night, hit. everybody. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> love you, sin. Love you too, here. <laughs> Ah, that was so much fun. <laughs>